Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein. I am your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. Today, I'm going to be discussing intimacy versus intensity. Victims of abuse who have endured intensely painful experiences, usually of the abandonment wound, are going to crave love and connection much more than, let's say, a healthy person. The deep void left from being left alone and rejected or abandoned causes victims to seek out intense experiences which seem to fill the void but ultimately leave victims feeling empty. Those intense experiences are otherwise known as addictions or short-term thrills. So victims later on in life often confuse intensely pleasurable or painful experiences as love uh, and connection or intimacy. As a result, they will attract chaotic, highly strong, and emotionally intense relationships into their life, convinced that this is, in fact, love. Now, the association that is made early and often in childhood while being raised in a hostile home is that love is chaos, it's on the edge, it's combative, and something that could be won. As a result of this, victims of narcissistic homes specifically will feel more comfortable with the highs and lows of chaotic and abusive homes and ultimately seek that out for their own relationships. Peace, calm, and healthy relationships are uncomfortable, seen as lame, not fun, essentially, and boring. Now, in fact, calm and easygoing relationships will trigger the present moment, shame, and pain that victims, in essence, are looking to avoid at all costs, ultimately something that they have very little interest in being a part of because it will trigger the very painful experiences that they are looking to avoid. Now, this is also why love bombing of the narcissistic perpetrator is so attractive for codependents or victims of abuse because the intense thrill of the love bombing at the beginning feels like the love that they never got early on and seems for the short term to fill the inner void left by emotionally vacant parents. A feeling that could be argued is one of the most highly addictive ones that exist. What this does is creates the sort of trauma bond, the enmeshment of intense love addiction between the narcissistic perpetrator and the codependent. Now, furthermore, the faulty way that intimacy is displayed in movies, even as early as Disney in childhood, really plant this idea of love being dramatic, full of ego games, highs and lows, intensity. Uh, This makes it very difficult for those who were not mirrored healthy intimacy growing up by healthy parents who themselves had healthy intimacy, uh, really to learn what it means and what it feels like to be in a mutually respectful, calm, interconnecting, and healthy relationship. Now, for abuse victims, it is so vital and important to learn uh, what it means to be truly healthy, intimate, uh, how to be intimate in a calm, vulnerable, and present moment aware way, one without the chaos of the highs and lows. This is best done the way I see it alone. Oftentimes, if we're in a relationship, it's hard to really develop that healthy intimacy uh, separately by yourself. It's important to really learn how to weather your inner storms or emotionally regulate so that this becomes the new norm. Letting go of the chaotic lifestyle is extremely difficult because of the fact that essentially victims are emotionally, psychologically, neurologically, physiologically wired for chaos. This feeling, letting go of the chaos, of the highs and lows, can feel like a withdrawal from a drug, and in many ways it is. This is the addiction to love, a love addiction. So true healthy intimacy, uh, true healthy love and connection is, in essence, kind of lame if you think about it. It's not about the thrills, the highs, and the lows, uh, which in reality are actually a distraction. They take you away from true intimacy. Healthy intimacy, healthy relationships are about being present, attentive, allowing uh, the present moment, uh, allowing what is to be, uh, slowly uh, learning more about oneself and the other person, giving space to each other when needed, and essentially being mindful of the present moment. Rewiring our psyche. After abuse, uh, rewiring our 
physiological sense of self to be okay and comfortable with calm and peace is a huge shift and one that is not easy by any stretch. Especially if you were raised in a home uh, that was chaotic, you know, sort of a battlefield with emotional bullets and grenades constantly flying, parents battling it out, arguing, fighting. It is, however, vital that this life skill of being able to be okay and calm in the present moment, and otherwise, otherwise known as being vulnerable and intimate with yourself, uh, be learned uh, in order to really manifest healthy and sustainable relationships. While this is difficult, just like any addiction, the journey is very similar, uh, essentially the healing journey to present moment awareness, mind, body, and spirit alignment, fully whole, calm, and inwardly peaceful and vulnerable is the best way to assure that a healthy home will come from yourself and ultimately will be vital for your mental health, your family's mental health, and happiness. If this is a struggle for you, if you have been raised with chaos, it is very common and normal to be attracted to chaotic relationships, highs, lows, addictions, destructive, dysfunctional, and narcissistic relationships. So please allow me to help you rewire your psyche and align your mind, body, spirit so that you can attract people who ultimately reflect that back to you, a healthy, calm, inner, peaceful relationship with yourself, creating a healthy home, which is like I, the way I see it, one of the most important elements of having mental health. So please reach out for a free 15 minute consultation. I can reach my email info at yitzepstein.com. My phone number is 818-210-6049. I want to thank you so very much for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, all the very best.